Are you enjoying Bourbon Podcast? Be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And by the way, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We've got Joe salivating over here. <laughs> Today's proof positive. We're going to do a Russell Reserve 13. This is uh, batch three. Joe knows all about it. He's, he's like waiting vib- for this. He's like vibrating. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like an anxious child. <laughs> <laughs> is I'm like a kid, like a candy, a German candy store. Yeah. <laughs> we are here in the bunker. The uh, right. used to be a laundry room. Now it's a bourbon bunker. <laughs> Um, and now a, a new studio, man, it looks studio. great down here. Awesome. With Turkish rugs and everything. Turkish we need rugs. Work. We need, yeah, we need to do video. We, yeah, we, well, we all have faces for radio. Yeah, right? that's true. Um, anyway, we got the bourbon staves on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, funny story about that. I had all this set up. So I did all this work myself over two weeks. I got a quote from a contractor. It was outrageous. I said, you know what? I can do this, right? So I get on YouTube. I learn how to do these different things. I put up the bourbon stave wall. And as I'm hammering in the last bourbon stave, and by the way, YouTube says to use liquid nails. YouTube's wrong. If you're putting up a bourbon stave wall, do not use liquid nails. Use actual nails. Because the last one that I put in after like eight hours of work, it all came down. Uh, I mean, it was was like dominoes. I just walked out. I didn't come back for like a day. And uh, anyway, we've got it all back up now. A little shout out to your boy for yeah. coming over with his. Michael like, Carey showed up, hooked me up. He had a uh, Makita like nail, nail gun, gun and we put it all back. We had some bourbon and nobody got injured with the nail gun. It was great. <laughs> so thank <laughs> it, you, Michael. It, it looks amazing here. Did a good job with those copper tin yeah, the ceiling and um, Turkish rugs. Well, if I can do it, anybody can because I have like I have no ability. When it comes to like building and remodeling, I have zero ability. But you're a country boy from Beckley. How's well, that possible? Well, listen, I, I can skin a squirrel. I can <laughs> I can shoot, but I cannot build anything, right? <laughs> All right, folks. Russell Reserve 13. Joe. Oh, I'm so excited about this one. Um, so we just finished a proof positive on the Woodford Reserve Masters Collection historic barrel entry. And what made that one interesting was that the barrel entry proof of the whiskey was around 103, 104 proof going into the barrel. Typically it's 125 proof going into the barrel produces, you know, in modern day, but in the older days, your dusties are at at a much lower uh, proof, you know, 1962 and before. What makes all of these Russell Reserves really very interesting is they use a similar concept. So we, we can now evaluate this next to the other. Um, the barrel proof entry is between 107 and 115 rather than the 125. And again, this should produce a much more complex whiskey. This whiskey is also aged 13 years. Um, what's a little known fact about the Russell Reserve 13 is that Generally speaking, you know, Jimmy and Eddie Russell, you know, the, you, you, the reason you don't see a lot of older age, over 10 years um, aged bourbon is, is it's just not something, it's, I wouldn't say it's frowned upon, it's just not something that, that felt kind of fit into the sweet spot where they felt 
bourbon would be. And when uh, and and now granted, they do a limited release. They've done it for years um, of thirteen year old overseas. Wow. You can only buy it in like airports and things like that at a lower proof. And and that's really more to as a kind of a nod to the history um, of wild turkey. But you can't get it locally. So when they released in 2021 this uh, Russell Reserve 13, um, it was supposed to be a limited one-time release. And the response from the public was so overwhelmingly positive that they really didn't have a choice. They had to come out with a batch two in 2022. And then what we are in front of us now is batch three in 2023. And uh, what makes them essentially all the, the same is, again, um, they're they're all, in terms of an age statement, at least 13 years old um, in the barrels that were selected to make up batch three. So a couple of things um, on the um, vitals of the of this particular bourbon. Um, it is barreled at 114.8 proof. And because of the low entry proof of whiskey prior to aging, what we're drinking is pretty darn close to straight from the barrel. It's it would be it's definitely deemed to be a barrel strength bourbon. So that's just a huge positive. It's 13 years old. The mash bill is the same on the Russell other Russell Reserves release and the also the um, Kentucky Spirit, which would be the 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. So again. A uh, very high corn profile, wood for reserve, very high corn profile that we just mm-hmm. reviewed. Um, the MSRP on this one is only $100 compared to the, let's say, the wood for reserve at $130 as we're kind of going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, however, of course, the secondary market, uh, then where would you put the Russell Reserve 13 today? In the what are you seeing in the auctions? Four and to the, 600 range. Unbelievable. Yeah, you won't find the Woodford Reserve anywhere well, near Well, I there. think that when it came out, I think when Russell's, if am I wrong, this one Whiskey of the Year, Fred Minnick in 2021, am I right? This is correct. It yeah, actually won. I've forgotten that. It, it won, um, I actually wrote this down, Double Gold uh, 2023 this mm-hmm. year in the San Francisco Wine and Spirits competition. That was huge. They won Gold and Spirits Business uh, uh Business American Whiskey Masters in 2022, that'd be batch two. And then Fred Minnick in 21. Right. Batch one, number one whiskey of the year. So I think that, I, honestly, I think when Fred blew it up. came up well, with his whiskey of the year, so he had Russell Reserve 13 as number one, and then Barrel Seagrass as number two. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I do. And you could not find either one of them. Now, you can find Seagrass now on the shelves um, in Louisville and Lexington. Uh, liquor barn has some, some others, but this one you still can't find on the shelf. I got lucky and scored a bottle of this at a local store. They were very kind to hold one back for me. And then I, I have batches one and two as well. Batch one and Fred was spot on, probably one of the best whiskeys I've ever tasted. I mean, it was just outstanding. Yeah. And I'm guessing this will probably be just uh, at least, I mean, it's got to be very close to it. I, again, we, we're dealing with a low barrel entry, but there, it's been thirteen, at least thirteen years in a barrel, and then 
pipe coming out piping high at uh, you know 114.8 proof. I'm really excited about it. So you guys, you know, keep look for the complexity in terms of the viscosity. Have you nosed this yet, Joe? You I gotta have quit not. talking. It's like it's crazy. Tell me what you get. A lot of vanilla. I get like a. I get like almost spice, like a, some cinnamon. Bubblegum cotton candy, yep. like really interesting. I haven't tasted it yet. I've just been smelling it. Yeah, and I get a little bit of like dark fruit on the nose mm-hmm. too. It's got super good viscosity. Not only in the glass, the legs are crazy, but on the on the on the tongue as well. That's just beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah, the nose is that's so first I was like, oh, dark fruit. And then the more I was sitting here as you were taking yeah. talk for a while, so I had a long let several chances to nose it and yeah, I was getting like it's like that sweetness, like a little cotton candy in a good way. It so reminds me of what we reviewed before. Um, not this particular one, but again, it's like uh, you get the vanilla and the sweet flavors build to this big crescendo. You know, the spices start to kick in, cinnamon, other baking spices, Finishes and then the amazing. long finish. Finishes amazing. You think the oak's going to dominate, and then it kind of goes away a little bit at the end, allows the other flavors to settle in and leading you want more it's really good it's really good ben thank you for yeah it it is very good i gotta tell you though the um i've tried one two and three and i think i prefer them in a, in that order one yep. two and three three is really good <laughs> i mean i'll buy this all day long at msrp one was just outstanding um and two was very close to one i thought this one I, I, I don't think it's as good as one or two. That's but interesting. It, I don't good. I've not had one or two and I think this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so if you can obviously find it for a hundred bucks, which you're not gonna find. Um Yeah. And maybe you would. I don't know. Maybe it'll pop up on shelves and but you think, some unique places. But you, what secondary you agree with Ben? Secondary is like four, five, yeah. six hundred. I yeah, mean north of four hundred. Yeah, it's not crazy to me. Nope. Nope, not for a thirteen year old with Ed barrel proof and doesn't taste barrel proof at all. Do you mean Eddie Russell? No. 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 This is the and again, um, you know, they, this is a, this, this, this particular release, the Bash 1, 2, and 3, 30, is really a tribute to, to Jimmy and Eddie. I mean, that's kind of how they've looked at this thing. And, and it's just supposed to be a one shot deal in 21, but now we know, right? Yeah. Well, that 13 is, uh, that 13 year from the, whatever barrels they're picking them from, whatever warehouses, unbelievable. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to try this side by side with the single rickhouse, the Russell Drew sing, single rickhouse, and see how they yeah. stack up. Yeah, you know that would be that would be a, an interesting side by side. I'd like to have you do the one, two, and three side by side and see <laughs> if you're if you're correct. I've got your memory. I've got it. I know. Which is interesting because it, it MSRP's right for a lot higher the single rickhouse, but yet you know the the secondary values are probably similar to this, maybe a little higher. Maybe a hundred dollars higher. Yeah, you know the single rickhouse. Um, I think it's in the it's in the six hundred range. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I have a bottle and I haven't opened it yet. So maybe we need to do a review yeah. on that one. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be good. All right. So it's outstanding. Three thumbs it's outstanding. up. Yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah. And and all the on value. All I mean at MSRP, right. but as I said, even on the secondary pricing, you guys are quoting. I think that's not crazy. Oh uh, no, you're not going to be disappointed for no. it. Not not if you're considering, you know, spending uh, you know, six hundred fifty, seven hundred dollars on a Thomas Handy, 
you know, and you have a chance maybe to find something like this at 400 or 450, you may, you know, at 13 years, I mean, uh, it, I think that it's secondary is pricing it right about right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, that's a really affordable from, from a, from a upper, you know, and batch, batch one was a grand slam. This one is a three run homer. You know what I mean? I mean, they're yeah. all great. It's just a matter of, you know, how do you define when it, when you get to that level, it's tough, but if you find a bottle, do not leave it yeah, on the shelf. That's right. Do no. Pick it up, drink it, and uh, share it with friends. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Some of that feel good feeling Get your some of that